Hi, and welcome to Cataloging the Universe. In this seven-part series, we'll be taking a journey through time and space to find our own answers to giant questions about the universe. Along the way, we'll have some help from scientists, experts, and our own imagination. I'm Marshall, and I'll be your guide on this journey. This is Lesson 5, Brightness and Distance. In this lesson, we're going to do some sky-watching again. But before that, if you want to, you can conduct a little experiment. To do that, you're going to need a few supplies. Your star journal, a pencil, and possibly a few different lights you can take outside. You can use flashlights, the light on your phone, maybe a camping lantern, or even a glow stick. The most important thing, though, is that each light source has a different brightness that you can tell with your naked eyes. When Harlow Shapley and Heber Curtis met to present their opinions about spiral nebulae in the 1920s, the main thing they disagreed about was exactly how far away these objects were. Were they thousands of light years away, or were they millions of light years away? Were they cloudy objects on the edge of the massive Milky Way, as Shapley thought, or were they entire distant universes of their own, as Curtis thought? In order to figure out who was right, astronomers needed an accurate way to figure out how far away things in the night sky were. Nowadays, of course, you can just look up information you don't know using Google, but remember, people didn't always have that. And also, all that information on Google had to come from somewhere, right? So how did we figure it out? There isn't a lot in space for us to measure by. We can't exactly go up to the sun and use a tape measure. What we are able to see and use is light. Remember in the last lesson when we were looking up at the sky, it's not always easy to figure out even where something might be in the sky, let alone learn anything about it just by looking. So how did we do it? Let's try a little experiment. Imagine with me two friends standing across a dark room from you, each one holding a flashlight. One flashlight is super small with a dim light. The other is one of those like super big, super strong flashlights that can light up a whole room. Do you think it would be easy to figure out which friend was where and which one was holding the bigger flashlight if they were in the same room with you? Go ahead and open a fresh page in your star journal and write down your answer. Maybe draw a diagram of what it might look like if both flashlights were turned on and pointed right at your face at the same time. Or just write down some notes. How would it appear? Would you be able to tell which was which? Now, consider for a second if your friends, instead of being in the same room with you, were in a window across the street. Would their flashlights be just as bright as they were when they were in the room with you? Or have they gotten dimmer? And would you still be able to tell which was the bright one and which was the dim one how would you do that? Take some notes. Could you still tell which is which? If you're not sure, check out the resources we've included with this episode, or just look out your window. How can you tell which lights are actually super bright and which ones are dim? Now, imagine something else. What if the dim flashlight stayed where it was and the brighter one moved to be a block away? Assuming you could still see it, how do you think it would look then? Would the brighter light still seem brighter? Write down your answer in your notebook. 
Now that we've thought this through, we can make a prediction, or what scientists call a hypothesis. As lights get further from you, what happens to them? Does it matter if they're super bright lights or super dim? Is there a way to tell just from looking at a far-off light how bright it is and how far away it is? For now, we're not going to give you the answers to any of those questions. Make your own prediction, and then, if you want, you can test it out with some friends or with your parents once it gets dark out. Think about what happens to lights as they get further from you and how different they might look if they're bright or dim. Write down your prediction or hypothesis. If you want to try this experiment yourself, go ahead and pause here. And if you want more instructions on how to do this exercise, we've got resources attached to this lesson on our website. Now, just like our last episode, we're going to go outside and take some observations of the night sky. By now, you already know what to do when taking observations. Turn to another fresh page in your star journal, and let's get started. First, as always, make a note of the date and time. Next, take a note about the weather. Is it clear? Cloudy? Hot? Cold? Now, redraw your diagram with your landmarks indicated. Now what about the moon? Is it out tonight? What does it look like? Is it really bright? Take notes about the moon in your notebook and draw where it is relative to your landmarks. And now, see if you can find all the stars you found the last two times we went out. Do you recognize any constellations from before? Draw the position of all the stars you found on your diagrams. As you might already know, all these stars you're seeing are extremely far away. In your notebook, with your list of stars, try to take a guess how far each of the things you're seeing might be from Earth. Think about the flashlights from a minute ago. How many of these stars are dim things that are close up? And how many do you think are super bright things that are extremely far away? Take a minute to think about it. Now let's think again about the flashlights. If you look up at the sky, do you think you could tell the difference between very bright stars that are far away and very dim stars that are close up? How would you tell? And how do you think scientists would find out? Answer this question in your notebook. As it turns out, one answer to this question of distance was discovered a little more than a hundred years ago, kind of right before the Great Debate, by a scientist named Henrietta Leavitt, working as a computer 
in an observatory in Boston long before there were computing machines. And her answer to that question of distance ended up being the thing that made Harlow Shapley think that everything we thought we knew about the galaxy was wrong. This lesson is the last time we will be watching the sky together. But that doesn't mean you have to stop for good. You can keep going out every night, making observations in your star journal, and sharing them with your friends, your family, maybe your teachers, or maybe a local astronomer. Next time on Cataloging the Universe, we'll learn how Henrietta Leavitt figured out how far away certain stars were and how her discovery finally led scientists to understand what spiral nebulae were. We're going to be applying the skills that you've been applying in your observations in your star journal to that question. See you next time.